can I be honest with you guys for a minute? Always. Yeah. I'm fucking pissed off. Why? Okay. So we take two weeks off, right? Mm-hmm. Two fucking weeks. You think, oh, that's not going to be a big deal. And then Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen come and try to invade our podcast space. It, it honestly, it's fucking rude. And it, it's it's affecting my mental state. Wait, do Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen have an anime podcast? No, <laughs> but like, no, like no. That's our territory, Barack. It's called you... Renegades, born in the USA. So it's all about like how they're like cool old dudes. But like, we we need we need the like the platform right now to like. Brody, we're going for a very specific audience here. We're not going to get the Democrats. We're not going to get the... You said Juice Springsteen? We're not going to get the Cheeseburger in Paradise fans. Sorry. sorry. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. Um, Yeah, it's actually Bruce Springsteen. He's a very, like, famous artist. I'm surprised you've never heard of him there, Zach. You're just uncultured. But, like, I want I want our podcast listeners to be cultured people, so that's Maybe why I, I thought I would retire. mention this, you know? Wait, so what do Bruce Springsteen <laughs> and Obama have to do with each other? Why do they talk? Uh, they're both other? renegades from the USA, man. Like, they're, they're just rad old dudes talking about how the world's fucked, bro. And one of them was a president. Are these two podcasts that we now need to compete with? Or are they getting... No. To, to... It's one podcast together, yeah, man. That's way too goddamn <laughs> lucrative. Honestly, I watched a clip and it literally had him chilling on a chair with his guitar and Obama chilling in another chair and they're just chatting. I'm just like, ah, oh, I wish you guys didn't look so cool, but also, what's the fucking point? <laughs> they should give Obama a guitar and then give Bruce Springsteen presidency. What? <laughs> <laughs> The nuclear launch codes. We just see what happens. <laughs> just see what happens. He probably wouldn't, but like, hey. He might. <laughs> you know, suspense is quite a good genre. <laughs> World War Three started by Bruce Springsteen today. <laughs> Cheeseburger in the apocalypse, am I right? Stop! <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Oh, fuck. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Anime Not Be For Everyone, uh, that show that takes some ridiculous stories from Japanese animation, tries to make as much fun of them as possible while still doing them the justice they deserve. And sometimes we even take really serious and morbid stories and still make jokes, so keep... Uh... <laughs> We're, yeah, Attack on Titan was rough. We are multi-talented, <laughs> multi-faceted, and multi-jointed. If you could see my arm right now, it's fucked up. <laughs> I'm Caleb Morton. I'm not an anime fan, and I'll be definitely critiquing this one hard today because I've been told it's about science. Oh, yeah. You're going to have a field day. Uh, I am Brody Morton, a massive fan of the... Europeans. Uh, <laughs> I think they have a really good... Uh, 
financial strategy right now, and I think they're going to be uh, doing real good. Also, huge fan of anime. What? 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 And I'm Zach. I'll be spearheading this episode today, trying to do it justice. Zach, you good? I'm going to need you to smile when you speak, man. You sound so sad right now. (laughs) Holy fuck, guys. I'm Zach. I'm very excited today to fucking talk about some science. Dude, never smile again if that's how you sound when you smile. <laughs> okay, Zach. Zach, what uh, what are we talking about this week? I haven't heard anything. I know the name of it, so I haven't heard anything about this anime whatsoever. That's so exciting. That's exciting, yeah. So, imagine if life just stopped. And then nature took over for 3,000 and a bit years. And then you have a man that knows absolutely everything. And he's like, I'm going to rebuild this world. And it's going to take me a fraction of the time it took society. Because I'm dope. And I'm Senku. Dr. Stone. (laughs) And that's the name of the anime is Dr. Stone. Yeah. So I was under the assumption. I'm pretty sure I asked you about this at the beginning. And you said he was a geologist so yeah because we're throwing you off the trail man well i have a list of geology jokes now that are gonna be useless guys so (laughs) i hope you're happy is a geologist a doctor uh yeah if they have a phd they are so like you're running your centrifuge and you're like call me doctor yeah and like exactly little temp is like but why Because he's a PhD. Okay. <laughs> so this is my problem. When, like, you're in a plane and someone's like, hey, is there a doctor here? You know? Well, a geologist isn't going to be like, hey, I know rocks. I also know how to save lives. Because that's just not the case. It just, <laughs> I, that thing just confuses me. They're not a medical doctor, guys. Is there a medical doctor in the house? That's too much. <laughs> it is 2020. They may have had, like, a meeting at airplane school. And they're like, we can't just say doctor anymore because we've had way too many physicists try to... <laughs> <laughs> so if we launch him out of this plane, I'm sure the thing lodged in his throat will fly up out of... <laughs> we have to open the door for 0.4 seconds with his mouth right next to it. <laughs> he might die, but it is for science. <laughs> Hey guys, what do you do? What do you do with a dead geologist? <laughs> I have so many jokes, I have to tell some of them. Uh, what do you do with a dead geologist? You bury him. <laughs> like the like bury him, whatever, guys. This is a science joke. <laughs> I get it now. Well, there's a geologist out there who will be like crapping his pants right now. He'll love that. So <laughs> that was so funny. I shit myself. <laughs> Thanks for that, Caleb. Moving on. <laughs> okay, so I don't want to thank him for that. <laughs> Fuck that noise. I was terrible. No, you're encouraging me to do more, and that's good. I appreciate it. Okay, so the world ends. Wait, is is this? Does it start off? Does this show start and the world has already ended, or do we get to see the world end? How does it end? Oh, beautiful. You get about five minutes of ramp up before the world ends. We're introduced to Senku, who is Einstein, but his hair is made of celery. What in the world does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like actual celery? Yeah. No. His his hair is not made of celery. Like Bart Simpson? I imagine his hair is made of something. How long is celery, celery, Caleb? I don't know. I don't eat vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't even remember what color celery is. Okay, it's it's the longest French fries in a in a in a large fucking fry from McDonald's, but they're painted green and white. Okay. <laughs> nice. That's a good visual picture. Jesus. I appreciate that. <laughs> I would say if anything, his hair looks more like like a white um eggplant or something like Why that. Why do we keep coming back to like fruits and vegetables? <laughs> it's hair. His, his hair does have a fruit like quality to it. All right, so Dr. Stone has hair like celery. And there's 5 minutes of ramp up. That's all we've talked about. Jesus. <laughs> all right. He's a super smart boy. That's all we really get. He's sarcastic to his classmates. He's got a really good friend who's kind of a brawny idiot. And all he wants is to ask out this hottie. And it ends with him just about to profess his love. And this giant green light envelops the entire world. Everybody's staring at it for half a sec. And then they all turn to stone. Medusa style. You get a little bit of like the pilots and airplanes being stone and then just crashing into buildings and like cars all careening off of highways and shit. Zach, is it is it just humans or is it everything that turns to stone? Almost all mammals. We didn't see a lot huh. of fish get hurt. So that's interesting. <laughs> you know, the light couldn't light does fuck with water, right? You ever shot a laser beam in your pool? It's dope. <laughs> is this the science research you told me you were doing? Shut up. <laughs> Sean's laser light Outside at 12 with a green laser. Like, this is sick. Look at that. It changes directions, kind of. Oh. <laughs> okay, so so the everything turns to stone. Does Or does literally everything turn to stone? Are Just there people living, who survive it? Living matter. Like, even the main character turns to stone here? Yep. Yep. Okay, alright, so how does that progress then if everybody just dies? So, we cut to that friend. I guess he's been conscious for 3,700 years just thinking about that girl. Because he's that kind of that kind of kid, I guess. Just, I love her so much. <laughs> and he was able to retain consciousness. And then suddenly, crack, crack, crack. And he awakens from his little cocoon. He's sitting in a cave and he's like, whoa, what the fuck? So he ventures out, he finds some carvings on a tree, he's like, follow the river, dumbass. And he's like, that's what Senku used to call me. <laughs> so he follows the river, and sure enough, Senku's been awake for about six months. He's already got clothes and a little hut and shit, and he's like, about time you woke up, I got you. I'm gonna put you to work. Because he's the brainy boy, and he woke him up so that he could get some labor done, speed up his, his, uh, his mission. So how did, okay... So they just crack out of these things and they instantly get to work that Pretty much. fast? So he explains he woke him up with his discovery of how to break the stone covering the body. It's a combination of nitric acid and alcohol. And okay. uh, Senku discovers that he was able to wake up because he was conscious. And I guess the body sweats and something to do with the sweat being underneath the stone and like staying for a while lets it turn into alcohol and he was lying just down a hill from a bat cave where bats were shitting for 3000 years and enough water was collecting that and letting it run down the hill so that it when it connected with the stone and the alcohol within it he was able to crack out so it was it was more luck the first time around, mm -hmm. right? Like, he was just, he was conscious enough to stay alive, and he he was downhill from a cave. So, it was just, at that point, it was just luck. 
everything after I'd say, it's his brilliance. Yeah. He discovers by putting the shards of his stone together that it happened at his head. So he looks uphill, he finds the cave. He's like, well, batshit makes this. And if my skin makes this, that would be enough to, well, let's do some experiments, right? (laughs) So he starts collecting uh, stone birds and mixing different combinations of that crap. He's making his own alcohol very slowly with other ingredients. He finally figures out the right combination by bringing a bird back to life. And then he goes searching for some help. And he happens upon his petrified high school friend. He drags him into the cave to accelerate the process of them just basically shitting on him. Right. And then he was able to break out as well. And then now that they know what they need to do, because people are a lot larger than birds, they're going to need a lot more alcohol. They have an infinite supply of batshit, but they need to make some booze. So he uses his brawny feet to squish up some grapes. And suddenly they have enough for one person. And... Senku's like, well, boy, you did most of the work. Who are we doing? And he's like, you know who we're doing. My girlfriend. (laughs) The girl he's been dreaming about all this time. Yes. So they're off to get the girl. They find her perfectly protected under a tree. The same tree that he was going to profess his love to 3,700 years ago. Senku's about to pour the liquid on her. And this guy, with his moral compass still in check, is like, no, 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 we got to get her some clothes first. What are we doing? So instead, they pick her up and start going back to their uh, little camp. And on the way, they get attacked by freaking lions. Oh. Aren't lions mammals? Yeah, shouldn't they have been encased in rocks? Good fucking question, man. (laughs) Because there does exist hunting in these times as well. Right. Man, you know what? So there are certain things that didn't get encased. That didn't, yeah. Yeah, I I read a good portion of the manga. Now, I stopped two years ago, so who knows how far it is now. But, like... From where I got, it never explained the random animals that were still alive. It was just better for plot points to have something And, and it alive. absolutely is. <laughs> no, it absolutely is. It's just, I wish there was, like, it's a very scientific show, so I wish there was more of a reason for that. And maybe they will later down the road, who knows. Mm-hmm. But to have no scientific reason around the literal reason the show exists, that's a fault in itself, right? <laughs> well, that's that's the... That's the whole show, though, is him trying to figure it out, right? Why this happened. From what you first said, it sounded like he wasn't trying to solve it. He was just trying to make a society that revolved around him. (laughs) He is, but his curiosity, right? Like, I don't know. He's a smart mind, so he can't help but think. And it's clear to say that he has expressed that his ultimate goal is to revive as many people as humanly possible. And bring right. life back to what it used to be. So they get attacked by lions, and what uh, what happens? <laughs> so this is where it gets anime. Bear with me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they have enough time to be like, we need help. We cannot fight off lions. And they happen to just luckily spot this psychotic, like, okay. His title is the Primitive High School Primate. <laughs> so this kid's okay. seven feet tall. He's built like a brick shit house. He's a combination of Superman and Tarzan. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a perfect that's a perfect <laughs> analogy. This guy's just I was gonna say a Jack Tarzan, even though Tarzan's Jack, but like yeah, like superhuman. It's okay. a little silly. So they pour the revival fluid on him real quick. He bursts out. He's really cool. He's like, what's the situation? Sinky's <laughs> just like, we got three lions, one in front of us and two stalking from the rear. And he's like, I got it. 
He just goes, punches the one in front right in the fucking face. <laughs> Gets slammed against a tree. And the two of them are like, oh, okay. The other two lions <laughs> run away. And they're like, I will help you on your adventures. And Senku's like, fucking dope. Nice. <laughs> so now they have like a hunter, gatherer, the guy who does all the menial work. And then Senku operating the whole ship. And everything seems great. Seems like this is this is going to be good. We're going to get another batch. We're going to do the girl next. Things are going good. So they just get lucky with a super dude. Yeah. Do a bunch of lions. Again, yeah. anime. Okay. anime. That's the anime portion. Yeah. Well, sure. that's this. Let's be honest. That's the second time it's gone really anime. Because the fact that the dude's alive in the first place, because he's below a, a batshit hill. <laughs> <laughs> now that's batshit crazy. Yeah, I was waiting yeah. for somebody yeah. to make that joke. <laughs> Of course. The correct word is guano, if you'd like to. Thanks to Ace Ventura 2. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, good film. Uh, well, it's not a good film. It's, <laughs> it's, it's also the film where he gets burst out of a fake rhino's ass. So. <laughs> That's the best scene. <laughs> my my little sister would like talk about that scene all the fucking time growing with up. the latex like stuck on his bottom jaw and he's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so, so they go <laughs> they have oh, they're making a new batch now is that what's happening yeah trying to get the girl out so wait yeah. wait i had a question though you said they didn't want to revive her right there because she didn't clothes. have clothes on. Does that mean their clothes all dissolved within the rocks? Like yeah, they everybody sp- does wake like... up naked. It's weird. Oh. I guess the body stays petrified, but anything else in there would degrade over three thousand years. Weird. Supposedly. <laughs> yeah, supposedly. I mean But not their skin. No, dude. <laughs> or their the skin's the organic or... matter. Who knows, man? Let's not get into it too hard. <laughs> and also, yeah, it, I, I, I'm just, I enjoy the concept, but like, I feel like 3000 years without moving your body, whether you're in stasis or not, you wouldn't pop out and be able to kill three lions. Oh, right. <laughs> like he wouldn't have muscle definition anymore, right? Like you need to work. Like, he would come out and, like, fall down and be like, water! <laughs> like, let me kill three lions for you. It's so much more badass that he's like, what's the situation? <laughs> Another geology joke? Uh, why did the geology student drown? Um, because he was stoned. Because his grades were below sea level. <laughs> I hate you. Fuck you. Hey, you know what's stupid about this list? <laughs> that had nothing to do with him being a geologist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's below sea level, and that's... That's rocks. Yeah. That... Hey, that's rocks. Hey, why do mermaids wear seashells? Um, so you can see the shells? <laughs> she, uh, she outgrew her bee shells. <laughs> I love when we do this comedy hour where we just tell punched lines. <laughs> And none of them are really right. that Brody, funny. Brody, yeah, I love it. Turn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, make oh, make sure it um, has C in the punchline. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. Yep. Love being put on the spot here. Um, <laughs> Don't we all? C in the the punchline, right? Like. Yeah. Okay. Um. <sighs> um. 
Hey, um, what happened um, t- to see? Um, uh, asked A to B, and D was like, or uh, uh, B was like, D eight C. <laughs> My hands are so sweaty right now. All right. So I'm going to have to cancel our improv night later. <laughs> I need to reevaluate. <laughs> uh, it was kind of it was kind of a retelling of how 789. So. I oh Brody. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why did 6 want to get with 7? Cuz 789. <laughs> That's the same joke. Okay. It's sexual. <laughs> yeah, you made it dirty. It's a sexual version. I love sexual numbers. Hey, if you were to have sex with a number. <laughs> oh, it'd be six. Why? Because I'm a nine. I would choose the eight. <laughs> Wait, why are we thinking single digits, baby? <laughs> um, 669. So I get two sixes and a nine. Okay, but what's the benefits of the number? Um, like, so the the angles of the number. <laughs> yeah, okay. You got that slight groove up top in the six. Yeah, and a they, nine they, is they basically kind of, a six. Exactly. <laughs> they, 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 they incorporate each other into an almost yin-yang-esque uh, shape. <laughs> hey, man, you asked me, ask me what numbers I would want to fucking told you. <laughs> If these are the numbers you bang for the rest of your life, we want to make sure you're sure. <laughs> we weren't we weren't talking about getting married to numbers, Zach. Otherwise, my answer is obviously four. <laughs> <laughs> so pointy. What the hell? Now, mine would be seven, and I would have the little F dash in it. <laughs> okay. Um, it just like has so much more to hold on to. Okay. You know? Are you saying that's that's seven's love handles? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. And like seven, seven's the... Guys, seven's the godly number. So you best believe that sex would be heavenly. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, babe, I got us a lottery ticket. What number did you pick? Oh, you know which number I picked, baby. Oh, uh, just the number seven. <laughs> <laughs> babe, you, you have to pick more than one number. <laughs> You're not going to win the lottery like this. I told you. You're wasting our money. We're going to lose the house. (laughs) I love you so much, Seven. I want a divorce. (laughs) And that's when Seven, Eight, Nine. All right. Oh, my God. It all comes back around. (laughs) Okay. So they're on the beach one day collecting clams from for sodium carbonate. Which has a lot of fun uses. One of them is soap, and the other is making the... It's uh, spoilers, but it is used in gunpowder. And uh, he chooses not to reveal that fact to the big boy, because he's been having his suspicions. And these suspicions are confirmed when they're on the beach, and Buddy sees a a statue of... uh, I think it might have been like a cop that gave him a hard time, and it... Reminded him of the whole power dynamic of the old world, how like rich, lazy fucks ruled everything and destroyed it. And in a fit of rage, he just busts the head off the statue, essentially killing the guy. And Senku's like, guy, that's not what we're doing here. Uh, What's up? (laughs) (laughs) 
can use that police officer. <laughs> they have a little heart to heart, and uh, the big boy says, "You know, I'm gonna follow you for a bit, but obviously, you can't trust me." Now, is this the first time he did this bashing of the the old in front of Senku? World? But as Senku travels across the lands and does his research and whatnot, gathering resources, he's finding a lot more statues with their heads smashed off. Uh, and he's starting to connect he? the dots. This guy might not be the best news for the new world. So they kick this guy off because he is because uh, well, he's crazy. They want to, but they know he's going to play nice until he knows how to make the revival fluid for himself. Hmm. Senku knows that's his plan. So in a fit of trying to get um, away from him, they uh, say they're going to revive the girl. But then he's like, oh, no, I miscalculated. I don't have enough. And the big boy, bad boy, is like, well, I can go back to the cave. You just got to tell me where it is. Uh, and, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what Senku does is he actually tells him where the cave is as a bargaining chip because he knew that Buddy would know if he was lying. Sends him away. And then... The, his best friend's like, why'd you tell him, man? I thought he was bad. And he's like, he is bad. But just knowing where the cave is doesn't mean he knows how to make the formula. And besides, I lied to him. I actually have enough. We're going to revive Chicky real quick, and we're going to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh. So he tries to revive her. Uh, Buddy's running away, uh, bad boy, and he's thinking to himself, I just got tricked, and literally does a 180 and comes back. He gets back just in time to see them recovering the girl knows he's been lied to he uh goes to threaten the girl and the high school boyfriend gets in his way and actually like takes a punch from him and stays standing and this makes the big boy go like oh he's actually pretty tough all right (laughs) (laughs) and then he takes a step back and he's like i don't mind that you betrayed me but i don't want you messing with my operation i'm gonna go off on my own and you guys are free to do what you need this was obviously a ploy as well because he just right. needed to get himself some weapons and whatnot. So they move on, and they realize the only way that they're going to win against this big boy is if they make guns. And to do that, <laughs> they need some gunpowder. And the coolest thing, they're walking along, and they find a giant jade statue of Buddha, which is a landmark in Japan. And Senku's <laughs> like, I've been here, man. I know exactly where we are. And if we go up there about two kilometers, we'll find a hot spring. And in the hot spring is uh, sulfur? Yep. Yes. And using that, we can make some gunpowder. So they go up there. They have a sexy bath scene. They're mining <laughs> some sulfur. And uh, the high school boy accidentally ignites it. And it's a oh. fun-ass moment. They all like dodge away from the explosion. And it essentially sends up a smoke signal telling the bad boy where they are. But at the same time, another smoke signal pops up like in the opposite direction of where they were running. And they're like, well, what the f... Is that him? There's no way that could be him. What the shit? And then, because this man is Superman and Tarzan, he shows up almost immediately. (laughs) He threatens Chicky again. And he's like, I know you lied about the cave. I need to do something else to make it work. You're going to tell me how to make it work or I'm going to kill her. And Senku, because he's loved his friends too much, he tells Buddy how to do it. And, uh... The look in his eyes, he's like, you dumb motherfucker. (laughs) And he takes his stone sword and smashes Senku on the back of the neck. And he's down. He's dead. He's gone. Wait, Senku dies? Mm Mm-hmm. So why... 
How is he Dr. Stone? Why is the show named after somebody who dies that quickly? We're just getting into it, bud. <laughs> uh, the chick uh, distracts him by throwing a rock in the air at him. So he looks up and he's like, what the hell are you doing? And then the high school guy throws a bag of gunpowder at him. And again, anime, the boulder lands like near him just as he kicks the gunpowder out of the air. And I guess the friction and the boulder and the spark and the just makes it explode. <laughs> oh. And they use that to like pick up Senku's body and run down the down the hill. And they're safe for now. Gunpowder. <laughs> now we know not to kick gunpowder, apparently. <laughs> well, with the force of a punch that could knock out a lion. <laughs> in, uh, in Sea of Thieves, you find those gunpowder barrels and you just throw them and they explode. So I'd imagine gunpowder, because the physics of Sea of Thieves <laughs> is so realistic, uh, yeah, I feel like it would just explode pretty easily. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yep, 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 yep. Sea yep, of Thieves yep, yep. is law. I know that. Yep. I know that if I play an accordion underwater, it'll still work. Just because of Sea of Thieves, of course. I hate that I like that game so much. All right. <laughs> they get a little farther. They're like, oh no, Senku's dead. They have little flashbacks to every time they're talking with Big Boy, he's kind of like grabbing the back of his neck and like, mm, this is uncomfortable for me, that motion. And whether or not it was con conditioning Big Boy to hit him there or telling his friends to look there when whatever happened happened, they look there and sure enough, he's still got a little bit of petrification. At the exact oh, little mm. spot where Buddy decided to slash him in the back of the neck. <laughs> so they pour a little bit of the remaining fluid on it. And sure enough, he just snaps out of it. And he's like, ah, good job, guys. I knew you'd pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, we thought we lost you. And they were crying and shit. And he's like, stop crying, you buffoon. <laughs> I'm Dr. Stone. And he looks at the camera and pulls his sunglasses on. So at this moment in time, Senku's like, so he believes I'm dead and you guys are mourning. So this is the perfect time for us to actually split up. It's kind of sad, but you guys are going to go join his army and be my uh, my moles, my, my secret agents. And I'm going to go off on my own and see if I can find who made that first smoke signal that we saw. And with that, we are a quarter of the way through the first season. Oh, no. <laughs> So I have a game this week. Neither of them really know what it's going to be, but <laughs> I'm excited for it. I'm excited. So last time I pitted you two against each other in what I'm going to call Caleb's Trivia Corner. <laughs> okay. What makes it a corner, Caleb? Because I'm sitting in a corner and I'm doing trivia. <laughs> Did you realize this podcast is a triangle? We all have our own corner. That's true. So it's Caleb, Brody, and Zach's Trivia Corners. Um... So what I have for you this time is a little different. It's not trivia facts, and it's not one question for each of you. What I'm going to be doing is playing the Japanese version of uh, some theme songs from animes that you guys might or might not know. Oh, no. And okay. whoever buzzes in first and gives me the what the show is. How do we buzz in? Just yell your answer. <laughs> oh, okay. Some of these... Uh, theme songs are not exactly the same as in English. So you might have some that like, it's not just a direct one-to-one -one translation. So try to like get any hints about the mood or atmosphere. Okay. So here we go. Number one. Let's go. 
Oh, this is, uh, that's, uh, Sword Art Online. Good job. <laughs> Number one, Sword Art Online. Okay, so one point to Brody. This time, all right, I'm going to be honest, I didn't rig it towards either <laughs> one of you this time. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number two, this one's going to be a little bit harder. Hmm. Jojo. Fuck. Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, that was 15 seconds. And what I did here is I played you a bit of the Japanese, and since neither of you got it, I'm going to play you a couple seconds of the English version, okay? And we're going to see if you can get you should get it immediately on the English version. Keep in mind, absolutely different from the uh, Japanese on some of these. Oh my god. Yu-Gi-Oh. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I never watched Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> All right, so Zach got that one. He gets half a point, though, because that was the English version. <laughs> Good job, dude. You made me smile. Okay. So Brody's at one point. Zach is half a point. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got the English version. Doesn't count. That's guano, dude. <laughs> All right, next one. You guys ready? Yeah. Oh, oh. All right, that was 15 it, seconds. Is that uh, One Piece or Dragon Ball? Which one? Lock in your answer one before piece. I do English. Dragon Ball. Because <laughs> he doesn't know. It is Dragon Ball. Yeah, this Ball. is the English version. That's the one I know. Well, he fucking says it, but... <laughs> <laughs> So that is the English version. So it's Dragon Ball Z. So whoever said that first, I'm, I Brody did two guesses there. So fake, fake news. <laughs> you locked in. You asked us to lock in. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but you just picked the one that I didn't lock yeah, in. Sucks to suck, eh? <laughs> That's can, sucks can we at to least suck. both get. I I, nope, I would nope, agree that we both nope. get half a point. You know what? Nope. I think. Nope. I think that's fair. Half a point each. I'm game. What? <laughs> this is rigged. I don't like the other side of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Brody's at one and a half. Zach's at half. You guys ready? What? No, what he's at one now. You got oh, yeah. dip? How about right, you fucking... <laughs> hey, I'm on your side too, Zach. Thanks, there, Brody, you sleeper I'm agent. Unruly, but yeah. I'm glad I got half. All right, let's do it. <laughs> oh, You said we would know these? Heaven's Lost Property. Yep, that one literally had the name of the show in it, in in uh, what we would know, so nobody got it? No. It's Japanese. <laughs> now let's hear the freaking English version. Are you ready? Oh my goodness. Hamtaro. <laughs> you got it. That's half a yes. point. <laughs> yes. That's Hamtaro. Was that on Toonami oh, back in the day? 
It was, yeah, it's the only anime I ever watched as a kid, so there you go, guys. Oh my god, because that, I've heard that before, that was weird. <laughs> you guys ready for the very last one? And open your minds for this one a little bit, I'll warn you, okay? Open your minds. Open your minds, here we go. Hey Arnold. They're literally saying his name in it, guys. I didn't think I'd have to pull up the English version of this one. So okay, yo, hit, hit us, hit us again with All it. Right, one I'll more start. Time. I'll do the start of the song too, huh? How about that? Okay, sure. Cory in the house. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Such a deep cut. I love it. That is so good. Golf class. That is so good. <laughs> oh my god. The ultimate anime. Oh, so good. <laughs> this week sponsored by Furs. If you're naked, you can wear fur. If you're rich, you could wear. You guessed it. Fur. <laughs> Lion fur. Wolf fur. Penguin fur. You know what the best kind of rugs are? It's fur. Fur. For all your fur needs. This episode sponsored by Jack Daniels. Pour it on your friends and break them out of their shell. <laughs> <laughs> now that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that should honestly be their uh, slogan. <laughs> Timmy was a very quiet guy. That was until I introduced him to alcohol. Now he doesn't shut up. <laughs> Wait, no, no. Yeah, I can attest to Jack Daniels. My boyfriend had a shit ton, and sure enough, he was rock hard, and then it just kind of wasn't. You want to trick your girl to thinking you're not into her anymore. Jack Daniels! <laughs> Babe, this never happens. <laughs> this never happens, I swear. <laughs> Babe, I love your blanket. It's made of fur. Fur for all your fur needs. <laughs> you need a brand of fur. You can't just say fur. Fur, TM. <laughs> fur. Fur, the fur company. It, <laughs> it's fur with two U's. A fur. By Ikea. <laughs> By Ikea. Assemble yeah. it yourself, fur. <laughs> <laughs> you order a package of fur from Ikea and it's just a shitty ass beer and instructions on run up to deer <laughs> stab deer <laughs> skin deer or it's just a bunch of hair and then a glue a bottle of glue <laughs> good luck asshole and a tarp <laughs> and a tarp no no tarp sold separately yeah no of course they got him that's, that's the that's the fur plus package <laughs> Yeah, but the second U has two dots over it. That's how you know you get a tarp. Fjord. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are now introduced to a sexy blonde girl. We don't know her origins, but she saw the whole thing that just happened with uh, Big Boy hitting Senku. And uh, she fights Guy for a little bit. She fails and gets friggin' trapped by a tree. Just squished a little bit. And Guy's like... 
I don't even need to kill you, lol. I'm out of here. And then Senku shows up and rigs up a whole bunch of uh, snatch blocks. Snatch blocks? Pulleys. <laughs> pulleys on pulleys. I think snatch blocks is just a, it's another word for like a fleshlight. No, 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 no. <laughs> Anyone listening, Google snatch block. I don't want to Google snatch blocks. <laughs> if I'm using the wrong word, I really hope I'm not. <laughs> This is my poon purse, you know. Same thing. Okay. Okay. He used pulleys. He used pulleys. To... Huh. He used pulleys to get the tree off her. And now they're friends. All right. Snatch block. Fuck. Okay. So, Chicky brings him back to their village. There's a village of 40 people. Apparently, they've got a little primitive society. They've got a nice long bridge over water leading to the majority of their encampment, which is on like an outcrop. And we're looking at Dr. Stone now, right? Like this is... Yes, yes, yes. Okay. We Unfortunately, we won't see the other two for a long time. Okay. It's cool with me. They they seem to have a romance and I hate romance. No, <laughs> just kidding. Oh, give, can we pause for a second? She's knocking on the door. One second. Pause. Pause. <laughs> click, click. Uh, unclick, because that was the perfect time when he was talking about his uh, romance situation. Oh my god, that is hilarious. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, Caleb's supposed to go to a virtual baby shower right now, but he's opting to record with us. And he's probably going to edit this out. Yeah, but, but uh, just for his sake. We love you, Caleb, and yeah. we appreciate your choice. Yeah. You got... You, you got uh, really good facial hair and your eyebrows are on point like it's weird for a guy to have nice eyebrows but like you maintain yours really well, well why are we complimenting his face good, bud. we're complimenting his I'm choices just, just, yeah well like no i just like this like he's he's gonna hear this later and he's gonna be like oh thanks guys yeah hello hey bro and i was like get off my dick every time yeah yeah oh Okay, so she uh, or he saves her right after they fight and brings it back to the village. And then we're introduced to Chrome. Chrome's a badass. He walks up and he's like, "Hey, uh, so I hear you're pretty good at uh, being smart. Well, I'm the village sorcerer, and I bet I know more than you." And Senku challenges him to a, a science battle, and the sorcerer's like, "What is science?" And Senku's like, well, what is sorcery? And Buddy's like, well, when I find something interesting, I do anything I can to it. And when something cool happens, that's sorcery. <laughs> like Senku's eyes light up and he's like, 3,000 years. And even evolution can't destroy the pursuit of science. The pursuit of knowledge. So Chrome starts out by just throwing some uh, magnesium? on a fire and turning it purple. And he's like, check this shit out. Bet you've never seen that. So uh, Senku pulls out some soap and like just rubs it a little bit and then like blows a bubble out of his fingers. <laughs> he should be called Dr. Bubbles then. Like what the heck? Yeah, Ricky. <laughs> I'm Dr. Bubbles. <laughs> Holy fuck, Ricky. He just made a goddamn bubble. <laughs> Julian, look at this. My kitties are going to fucking love this. 
<laughs> We're not good at voices and we keep doing voices. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he blows a bubble and it's real cool, I guess. I'm imagining the coolest bubble I've ever seen. And well, some imagine seeing seen the first game. bubble for the first time. You ever been around a, th- a three-year-old playing with bubbles? It's kind of <laughs> magical. They f- fucking go nuts. And so uh, Chrome shows him his flint and steel. And he's like, I can set fires immediately. And then Sekuno shows him a magnet that he found. And he just like rubs it a whole bunch, gets his hero staticky, and touches him and shocks him. <laughs> and Chrome's like, what the hell? Oh my god. <laughs> So they instantly become best friends. Wait, can I ask a hypothetical question? Because I did this a lot in episode one. I haven't done it since. If you were to go to a society like this and you were trying to prove to them that you knew science or magic or whatever, what would you show them? (laughs) Do you guys have any tricks you could possibly use? If a bubble is that wonderful, what do you think you could do? Oh, I would would show him the power of poetry. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Give me a slice. Show me the power of poetry, Brody. I'm putting you on the spot one more time. It has to have the word C in it. (laughs) Shut your fucking mouth. Rocks. Blocks. What's happening to my thoughts? I'm hot. I'm, I'm looking for the future, but the future is not here anymore. What is in store? For the future of mankind. Power. Rock. Fist. Future. So that's um, that's just my slam poetry there. And you'd become the first prisoner of the new world. <laughs> <laughs> so. They discover that the, uh, the daughter of the chief of the village is very, very sick. They haven't been able to find a cure. And upon hearing her symptoms, Sakuna's like, well, that's pneumonia. That's easy. All we need is antibiotics. And the next couple episodes are them trying to find all the different ingredients to make this cure-all drug. Um, They go on a couple dangerous missions. Uh, They find out that a couple people in the village are nearsighted. This one girl, an adorable little 11-year-old named Saiku, always wears a melon on her head with little holes in it. So if you know anything about eyes, this can actually like decrease the strain of doing a full depth and allow nearsighted people to gain a bigger picture. So Senku figures what is happening right away and gets a glass forge going and is very easily able to make her concurved or concaved, contoured glass things and lets her see sunflowers for the first time and it makes everybody cry. And so they're recovering all the materials to get the cure-all drug, and they figure out that the grand bout is coming up in the village. This is a test of strength among all the strongest warriors to see who will marry the daughter of the chief and become the new chief. So everybody on the side of science enters. At this point, he's recruited the two guards that guard the bridge because they love his shit, and he made them really nice spears out of just... (laughs) His fancy knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) So the time of the grand bout happens. Um, That original blonde actually won the last grand bout so that that girl didn't get married to a prick in the village. And this time around, the prick 
got some help from a little guy to distract her and say that somebody's drowning down the way so that she missed her chance. So that really fucked things up for everybody. They're all doing their fights. Things are going well. One of the key fights is between one of the bridge defenders and the prick. And it turns out after all this time that uh, the bridge defender also has the fuzzy eye sickness. And that's why he sucks a little bit at fighting, but he's doing his best. (laughs) And then in a sick ass anime moment, the melon girl realizes what's happening and like throws her melon glasses onto his head. And suddenly he becomes a god and he's like blocking everything and fucking him up. <laughs> it looks like he's going to win. And then Magma, the prick, is like, hey, ref, that fucking helmet's cheating, isn't it? It's bullshit. And the good guy like turns around and looks at the ref. He's like, I don't know if it is cheating. Lol, lol, lol. And then the prick just bashes the fucking melon to bits while he's got his back turned. So then it looks like all is lost. Because none of the other people in the bracket are going to be able to beat the prick. And uh, the f- there's another character. He was a spy from the other empire, the big boy empire. And he came to, like, confirm his death, but kind of got stuck there because he was like, Sakuna is so much cooler. He's got ramen and cotton candy. This is nuts. <laughs> so he comes up to the ring and he's like, I'm a magician. You know I'm a magician. Because that's how he got into the village in the first place. He did some magic tricks. Right. And he's like, I'm putting a curse on you. If you move in the next minute, your heart will explode. And the prick doesn't know whether to believe it or not, so he stands still. And the other guy grabs the what remains of the glasses helmet, and he like just uh, holds it over the guy's pant leg. And he actually sets his clothes on fire. <laughs> And then while he's freaking out, he pushes him out of the ring, and he gains the victory. Okay. <laughs> so what what is Dr. Stone even doing at this point? He wasn't in the fight at all? He's just watching, but now his round has come up. Oh, and now yeah. that they've beat the prick, the only couple people left are people that are in the k- kingdom of science, right. right? And their whole deal to actually win the grand bout is to get a hearty supply of alcohol that's part of your winnings, so that they can finish the antibiotic and save the hospitalized girl. And then the next round is supposed to be Senku versus Chrome, who is uh, actually in love with the hospitalized girl, but because he got his beat shit by the prick in a previous round, he just kind of falls over, and Senku's like, oh shit, I wasn't supposed to win. <laughs> Uh-oh. And the girl marriage. comes down, and she's like, congratulations. <laughs> Um, we're going to get married now. <laughs> and Senku's like, no, I think I'm just going to take the alcohol and divorce you. If that's okay. <laughs> and the whole village is like, what the fuck? <laughs> so they go back to the lab, they make the drug, and then they come back. And they give it to her. And she's actually fucking A-OK. And even though they're divorced, the previous village chief is like so happy and crying. He's like, this is your new leader. This is the man that will bring us peace. Wow. So he wins them over by making antibiotics? Yes, With... and saving the girl that everybody loved, because again, she's a smoke show, in case I didn't mention that. <laughs> but now that she's standing in a field of flowers, happy and smiling, oh my god, I can't help but love her. <laughs> so, things seem good, things seem happy, and then all of a sudden, the big boy's army fucking attacks them. <laughs> oh. They come at them, the bridge guards do their best to like slow their ascent 
and then it seems like they're going to come, come across the bridge and kill everybody. But thankfully, uh, <laughs> he, uh, the smart boy made a fake gun with some gunpowder and then like kind of shot it at them and just had someone throw a rock at the cliff at the exact same time. <laughs> so everybody got real scared and fucked off. And the leader of their assault, which is somebody else super powerful that got uh, revitalized. He's like a spearman. And he never opens his eyes. He's like, it's yeah, okay. The, we just have to wait until it's uh, raining. And then they can't use their guns. And then we'll go and fuck them up. The the beast man guy, like the super Tarzan man, he, he's like kind of gone around looking for other Apex people, like the, the best of the best, to join his world. Mm-hmm. So, and and like like Zach said earlier, he's just destroying anyone who looks like they're over the age of like 40 or looks like they just have no use in his new so, world, right? when you said Superman, you really meant, like, Hitler. Oh, well, okay, Superman's strength, but Hitler's ideology. Right, so yeah. terrible. And Tarzan's physical appearance. <laughs> right. That's okay. perfect. That's perfect. Here we go. So Tarzan, Hitler, Superman. So <laughs> yeah. Maybe Hitler should be last, just to emphasize the fact just he's a, bad. Yes, <laughs> he's a bad boy. So three days go by, and sure enough, a storm happens. It starts raining. The little army is going to cross the bridge again. And just as they're making their way across the bridge, everybody in the fucking village shows up with katanas. Uh-huh. Yeah, in three days, they discovered how to fucking Forge. make super hard iron <laughs> and fold it fucking ten times over. So they instantly win. Like, there's no competition. Um, Zach. Zach, okay. Um, I'm, I'm not sure when this is mentioned in the show. Um... Do you find out how these humans are there? So the first time that the bedridden girl actually met uh, Saiku, she was like, wait, what the fuck's your name? And he was like, Saiku. He was like, I know that name. And Saiku was like, what? And then after the grand bout, he learns for the first time that the village is named after his first name, Ishigaru or something. And the mystery gets even deeper. And there are other inklings in there, like, how do you know about gorillas? How do you know what this is? How do you know what that is? And they keep referencing the 100 Tales, basically their Bible that gets handed down from village chief to their daughters to their sons, and then to more village chiefs, and to be spread out. And then we get a nice sexy cut to Saiku's father, who is an astronaut. And just around the time that... uh, the light shit happened that made everybody stone. It turns out that Saiku's dad, along with a couple other select individuals, were up in the space station, and they witnessed it all happen, but they were unaffected. And they see through a couple live streams that, sure enough, everybody's turned to stone. There's no life. There's nothing. We're not going to get help. So they decide to venture down, and they start their own society, so they decide to have the 100 tales to hopefully um, set down some knowledge and hopefully regain blah, blah. And he keeps referencing like, yeah, I know the whole world turned to stone, but I know my boy's going to my boy's going to be the one to recreate this. It's going to be Saiku. Oh, and so really he's cute. like the Messiah then, according to this Bible, huh? <laughs> Basically. Well, <laughs> even before all this started, he was obsessed with, like, mixing shit together and, like, doing experiments, right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't just like he woke up and was like... I wasn't kidding hmm, that I, I said this. that he knew everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he enjoys experiments. True. 
Okay, so he passes his book down, and that's why. Wait, so who started this society then? It would have been those three, those six. They had a whole bunch yeah, of babies father. amongst all of, all of themselves, and over the years, it's survived. So they were ne- they never figured out how to break people out of the rocks, though. No, no, oh. they were not nearly as smart as. So this was literally three thousand years of, uh, yeah, just yeah. generations yeah. with six different DNAs. And that's why there's a lot of blondes. Yeah, and that bit ends with him just look, looking at the sunrise, and he's like, oh, Dad, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that where we're ending it then? People can uh, look forward to him saving the world or whatever? There is so much more beautiful content. And as we record this, um, the second actual season is being aired, and it's it's been getting so good. All right, so we're going to wrap it up here then. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed listening. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're on anime not be, or if you want to email us, just send us an email at anime not be at gmail.com. Hey, and, uh, Caleb, yeah. have you gotten any emails? No, but <laughs> it'd be cool to get like some fan interaction. I had a thought, um, last week we, uh, like the last week's episode, we had the game where, um, two real animes one fake one if you guys want to like write down fake anime plots and send them in if that's something that you think (laughs) would sound fun that would be that would be cool if we have like a backlog of like cool anime ideas that don't actually exist that i can uh that we can continue that game we promise we won't Um, steal them and go make our own animes on them (laughs) (laughs) we don't know how to animate give credit to whoever if if you submit them and we use them in the episode we'll give credit uh to whoever Oh, absolutely. And if there's a show you want us to talk about or something you think would be an interesting point of conversation, absolutely. That'd be a lot of fun. I also just want to say thanks to uh, Good Kid (gasps) for letting us use their song, uh, Down With The Kings, uh, for intro. Uh, Love the band. They keep on coming out with new acoustic things on their uh, YouTube channel. Really, really beautiful sounding. Uh, I recommend you guys check them out. Last episode, I I referenced Tell Me You Know, and then sure enough, yesterday, they released an acoustic Tell Me You Know. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Catering right to you. Also, make sure to spread us around to any friends that you think might like the show. Uh, We are hosted on Podbean, but we're also on a bunch of different podcatchers like Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, We just got put on Pandora, so that seems like a cool place to go. Uh, Yeah, so I think that's everything. Um, Brody, do you have a final quote for this show? Humanity isn't going down that easily! (laughs) We're finally harnessing the power of nature! Oh, apparently this time we're doing a few. This is exhilarating. (laughs) Ten billion percent! Yeah, there's, that's a few. (laughs) What, you want me to just throw in my favorite? I, I think know. 10 billion percent without any context <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> or this is exhilarating this as is well. exhilarating. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Love you again. Bye.